This is a public service announcement. The world's about to end. You have 45 minutes. Welcome to... <laughs> it's the world was ending. You'd come over, right? 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 No, I was pointing you to say, what's your name? I'm Jamie. I'm Molly. I just had it in my head that we had to do that bit. We, Yeah, we do. We do. Just in um, case people forget. So recently, mm. I've been watching a show that you recommended to me. You're welcome. Yes, which is unusual because mm. we don't often like the same thing. We hate everything I watch. Correct. <laughs> uh, for good reason. Um, but this one is really good. It's called yeah. The Boys. Success. And if you haven't watched it, it's about a bunch of superheroes who um, are essentially working for this big corporation and everything they do is all about making money mm-hmm. and gaining more power. Yeah. Um, and it's just a really interesting kind of... Commentary. Commentary, yeah. Concept. Yeah. Yeah. And like you have superheroes who are like saying, we're just like you. Yeah. Like we, we feel the same. We, we're respected by these things as you are. When you know they're invincible, yeah, and they have superpowers, yeah, and, like, and they're kind of controlling the world, the world. yeah. So there's lots of parallels yeah. there, yeah. Very, in it's very interesting. Um, but in the latest seasons, I started watching this a bit late, so I know so, you did, yeah, I know, mm. but only because I just didn't know it existed. Hey, we love a binge, hey, yeah, hey. Um, so in season three, I just watched a really funny bit. I don't think this is too much of a spoiler, but there's a bit where they um, do a parody of the Kendall Jenner Pepsi protest bit. Oh, and so good. it's so funny. And I kind of forgot that that had happened because it was quite a few years ago. Mm. And it just made me really laugh. And you see that character's journey, like, kind of as as they, we'll keep it vague, mm. but, like, sell their soul and yeah. like, sell their identity. And, yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it's so interesting. Yeah. And, like, funny because, like, very similar to our concept, mm-hmm. you know, a question or an idea that's meme-fied, romanticised, yeah. the words we love. Yeah. <laughs> um, and that's what we're here to break down right here, right now, today. That's right. With our guest. With our guest. Should we get them on? Let's get them on. On today's episode, we're speaking to Fainty Balligan, an actor and climate justice activist. He's appeared in Michaela Cole's I May Destroy You and in the new Netflix show The Bastard Son and the Devil Himself. Combining performance and activism, Fainty wrote, produced and starred in Can I Live, where he tells his story of moving from climate grief to taking action. And speaking of protests, <laughs> Fainty's world is ending while he's at a climate protest in central London and it's around midday. Let's get him on. Let's get him on. Hey, Fainty, welcome to the podcast. <laughs> welcome, welcome. Hey, thanks for having me, guys. How, how are you doing? I'm good. <laughs> that sounds really ominous. You sound no. extremely unsure. No, I'm good. I'm good. I uh, I went out last night and I, I had a really oh. great time. And so I'm like tired, but Let's really good. See. I was woken up at eight o'clock this morning by people removing scaffolding from the top of my building. So yes, yeah, yeah, really. Don't want to diminish Fancy's hangover. No, no, no. I wasn't. I wasn't, as we know, hungover. (laughs) (laughs) I was, as we know, very tired. (laughs) Um, So Fancy, it is October Mm -hmm. the twentieth, sure, twenty nineteen. Yeah. It's about 
1 or 2 p.m. Sure. Where are you? Um, I am at a protest. I am, uh, well, um, I've probably got like a holding the banner. Mm-hmm. Um, who am I with? Who am I with? I'm pro- I'm with you? I don't, I don't know. I, allegedly, hypothetically. Allegedly, hypothetically, you know, in this hypothetical situation, I, I may or may not be with you. Yeah. Um, maybe my friend Jasmine so allegedly hypothetically with my friend jasmine good allegedly for legal reasons hypothetically (laughs) hypothetically um what are you protesting hypothetically Hypothetically, allegedly for legal reasons what are you for legal reasons i am allegedly hypothetically protesting (laughs) thank you doing this and bit now uh uh uh, for climate change, well, it's kind of it's, it's kind of it's a weird thing, isn't it? Doing it for branding is so funny, isn't it? Mm. Protesting for climate, protesting against climate change is like, I mean, sure that sure maybe that's what I was doing. I think at that point I probably didn't have a full on understanding of what or did I? What was I doing? I'd already been doing talks. I think I was doing yeah. talks at that point, so I probably did know. Issues. I just didn't know how to articulate myself mm-hmm. until like two years later. Speaking of which, what is on the banner? The banner. The banner says something like um, uh, something unfunny and unwitty. <laughs> <laughs> that you thought the day before, and you're like, I'm going to make. A <laughs> <laughs> like actually, the stress of trying to make something quite funny is, is too much. Like it's like. <laughs> Oh, I, that, it doesn't read. I spelt yeah. it wrong. Yeah. Punctuation's in the wrong place. You have to turn the other side to get the joke. <laughs> it, it's like, <laughs> actually, I'm just going to do a system change, not climate change thing. And I'm, yes. I'm hold it up on a, on a piece of cardboard. So, how long at this point have you been involved in climate activism? I don't know. Um, what is activism? Do you know what I mean? Like, uh, how long have I known about climate change and been concerned about it? I mean, probably since I watched the film Avatar in like 2012. Yeah. Earlier. I was like, oh my God, the planet is so beautiful. Why are we ruining it? Mm-hmm. And then uh, I did a play in the RSC in 2014, no, 2017. It was all about climate change. And I was like, oh, fuck, this is really bad. And then Excuse me, and then um, and then I only started doing something about it when I started experiencing climate anxiety. Uh, I only started like engaging on a, on more than a this is terrible. Why is no one talking about it? Level to where am I useful and what can I do? Mm-hmm. And that started in like two thousand and eighteen. Yeah. And what what kind of um what form does climate anxiety take what form does oh, it do you know it's mad oh this is the maddest bit i've always had piff skin i've had piff skin my whole life i've never had a problem with spots i've never had rash none i have had clear rasol skin <laughs> clear skin <laughs> this climate anxiety has given me acne bro 
I've never had that in my entire life. In like climate advocates, yeah. people were like, oh my God, I've got to do something about this climate <laughs> <Yeah>. change. <laughs> my perfect so skin, true. my youth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so that that's one physical manifestation. Like just um panic attacks. Boy, panic attacks are real, boy. I had one that was mad that I'll never forget that that I just I obviously did I couldn't breathe. I couldn't breathe. And I was and I went to my housemate and I was like, I listen, usually if I have a panic attack, I, I just I try and go to the person, you know, to the self-soothing thing. I'm not, I'm not quite good at that but I went I went to my housemate and I just like really sort of like clinically you go into like clinical I whenever I'm in a panic I just I go very like litigation just like okay listen I'm having a panic attack don't worry I'm just gonna need you to know that I'm gonna sit I'm gonna do some breathing if you want to breathe with me great I will be here for a while kind of thing and um Impressive. So I'm calm. To, yeah. To, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, but like to be able to do that yeah. in the middle of a panic attack is like yeah, that, yeah. Not really heard of anyone being able to do that before. No, it's oh. no. That's the lid of it, and then it, it comes off as yeah. as it does. Yeah. And then like I can I I can breathe, and then I like and then I just I puked everything out. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All all really of it around me. Mm. and then to the point where like it was just bile and blood and I was just like this is what and I, I, <laughs> the maddest thing is I was getting ready to go to a meeting like I was suited and booted shoes on like about to leave and I was like uh-oh <laughs> wait a minute God's God God is gonna have the plans for me today <laughs> <clears throat> so I did that and then I sort of like passed out in the living room and I was just like bruv this is wild because because it is it's a build-up of it's a build-up of of like conversations in your head, mm. like like projections of the future, knowing what's going on now, and then constantly being gaslit by mm-hmm. by like media and people. Mm-hmm. Like I did this television thing the other like a couple of weeks ago, and I w- we were talking about like if you look at everything on TV, you think everything's fine. Yeah. Like, I don't know if you've watched ITV yet and the, the, the like, because it's the only, like, place that does, like, uh, breaks, like, ad breaks still. And um, you'd be like, oh, raw, like, everything's blessed. Everything, everything's so good. It's like a Volvo going through some green yeah. <laughs> talking about how it's, like, electric and, yeah. and all powered and you're like oh sick i'm gonna get myself one of them holiday competition exactly like, right? this summer yeah exactly yeah yeah and then like a new love island ad pops out and you're just like everything's fine mm. and then when when like you're constantly told everything's fine from all forms of media conversation and then you read what's actually happened and you just look out the window you just look out the window like dead trees and like yeah. dead fields like the panic those two things i think sometimes one of the biggest things is just that we don't look at it so i can't i don't feel like i know how to survive it because no one's looking at it. Whereas if we looked at it, we could plan, we could like yeah. start actioning. But and so that 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 friction causes uh, like massive anxiety. And also like, where am I useful and what am I doing? If I'm not doing something, then I feel I feel really panicky. 
Mm. It's that social media whiplash as well. Like you can go from like, like I don't know, Sarah's holiday photos, yeah. like to like something that's really traumatic that's happening in the news um, on on the next post in one thumb scroll. Yeah. <laughs> like it's that kind of yeah changes bizarre. Yeah. yeah, I feel like I have to do that though. Do you not feel like you have to do that sometimes? Like sometimes if I do a social media post, oh, you're getting. Oh, I'm too honest, you know. I need to hold <laughs> secrets back. I need to have some personal <laughs> shit available to people. But I, sometimes I feel like, strategically, I can't keep posting bad shit. <clears throat> I can't keep posting heavy shit. So it's got to be. It's got to be like, this is going on. Police are doing this. This is happening, and you're gonna. Here's a selfie. <clears throat> I can enjoy my life too. <laughs> I know what's going on, but I'm here with a drink. <laughs> the old cheers boomerang. Yeah. Am I right? Yeah. <laughs> now with the girlies. <laughs> yeah. Like a fire in the background, but like with some yeah. drinks. <laughs> Crackling fire. Happy yeah. birthday now. Yeah. Hashtag blessed. Yeah. Lucky to be here. Oh, but so I guess like you kind of got to do that, right? Because mm. otherwise you're going to lose followers but that then you're going to be shouting to the void in a way you're going to yeah, be yeah. people who know this already who want to hear that kind of stuff whereas if you kind of mm. microdose it in or we just don't do activism on social media that as well which is something yeah. like i think there's so many thought pieces out there about it it's very up and down i think like you kind of can't not but it's also not the not the thing is it like it's yeah. not that's not where change is going to happen like can we can we just remember the black squares? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I don't know about you, but the black squares changed the way I interacted with Instagram, which is to say I quit it. Because mm. that that was like a that was like a that was like a matrix moment, wasn't it? It was a red pill moment. Yeah, yeah on social media, 100 percent And we're white. <laughs> my friend was telling me that our generation as opposed to the boomers she she was her friend works for charity and she was like the charity's problem with trying to sustain to sustain themselves now is that our generation is very emotional givers Mm -hmm. so we give on the impulse of emotion and once that emotion has left us we stop giving and so charities can't sustain themselves on the wave of like influx of money and then no money. Whereas as opposed to the generation before us, it was just like, oh, this is a monthly payment thing that I'm going to do because I'm going to get to this charity. And, you know, there's lots of generational things that, you know, aren't, aren't great and fantastic. But it's interesting because you apply that to social media, right? And it's like, at, where where is uh, social media useful? Like, because it's a tool, but I think it's, I think if it's used as a cure, it's not useful. If it's used as a tool, it is useful. Like it's, it's very useful for someone with, uh, I don't know, a million followers to say, hey, there's this community garden thing happening in so-and-so. I'm going to be there. Yeah. Like, come along. That's fucking, that's a free advert. That's really fucking useful. Yeah. And you have people, bodies in a space, willing to engage, come to a space that doesn't have time, media, attention, all of that shit. Very useful. Black Square, for who, bruv? <laughs> for why? Yeah. George Floyd, babe. <laughs> I, oh, you're right. He, he yeah. will see them. Have you ever watched Bojack Horseman? 
No, I haven't watched it, but I've seen adverts. There's an there's an episode called Thoughts and Prayers, and it yes. is it is sublime. It is sublime. Wait, that's on our list, obviously. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's um it's a wild world out there. It is. And shortly after I think the Black Squares, there was that program that was short that was soon after cancelled. I think maybe Jamila Jamil was a judge, and it was about like an activist competition. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it just epitomized like that whole like yeah time in a way influencer narcissistic approach yeah to it's exactly what you said basically like yeah. who are people doing it for really it's like social standing <clears throat> themselves yeah and in this moment are you feeling the climate anxiety especially when you hear that the world is about to end in 45 minutes <sighs> wow 45 minutes ah uh, look this is gonna sound really bad this is gonna sound really bad First thing, we just got to get away. I know my mum's going to call me and I know she's going to want to pray till we die. And I don't want to do that. Okay, <laughs> I'm not going to duck her calls, but I'm just going to be like, mum, I love you. We'll do a conference call, actually. Me, mum, T, my sibling. I love you all so much. Say our goodbyes. I might save that. I might start. Listen, I love you all so much. Let's call again. At the five minutes to. Yeah. And then we'll do, we'll do and end out. For them 40 minutes, boy. For them 40 <laughs> other minutes, boy. Oh, okay. And now I've got 30 minutes to 35 minutes that I've got to call Mumsy back and tea. I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get the best food. I could possibly get. I'm, I'm gonna. I'm gonna get some chocolate nonsense and ice cream. Nonsense. Nonsense. What is chocolate nonsense for you? Oh, we're gonna. We're gonna. We're gonna. We're gonna get. We're gonna get some buff Sainsbury's finest. Mm. <laughs> Where are we? Where are we? <laughs> oh, wow! You're really pushing the boat with Sainsbury's finest. Oh, hey, listen. Listen. Yes, they, then that's they're nice. It's nice. Yeah, yeah. Um, I might ah oh, go Millie's cupcakes. I'll go Millie's cupcakes. They do cupcakes. And I'll just be like, I thought they just did cookies. Oh no, sorry. They they, they do do um, cupcakes. Something. Of course. <laughs> I get. I get. I get like five. I get five cupcakes. I get five. And I'll and I'll share it out. No, I'll get as many as I can. <laughs> And I'll try and get, I'll try and get, I'll try and get people I like who I obviously will be there with and shout cupcakes. I'll, uh, and we, we need to sit because we need to vibe. We need to vibe. We need to like, it's cele- not celebration, but like, if we're going out, let's go out with love. Oh, so maybe I need to think about like the then and there as opposed to contacting people. Mm. I definitely do a little prayer before we went out. Mm-hmm. I mean, there are some other things that I don't think I can talk about on this podcast. You absolutely can. <laughs> I feel like if this is a public podcast going out, uh, you know, it's something my mum might listen to. Uh, you know, I think, I think we can use our imaginations <laughs> as to what things I may or may not want to be included in mm-hmm, mm-hmm. before 
the world ends. Sure. Um, and then, like, some good music. Because mm. you, you don't want to spend all your time running around. No. No. You want to use the time. So, like, yeah. If we're, if we're in Leicester Square or Covent, Leicester, Leicester Square or, like, down the road, then there's, there's, like, there's loads of, like, little food shops. Go there. Boom. Get the food. We've got phones. Chill. Speak your truth, your love. So you said you say you're going to look for like a bop, somewhere to dance for a little bit. Um, I think we've, we've, I think we live in 2020 to 2019. Mm. Happened in 2009. Who just released an album? Someone just released an album. Quite a lot. Someone just released an album. That was quite that was popping. Um, we'll just play some of that. Mm-hmm. Mm. Like use maybe there's a speaker. There's always a speaker. Oh, oh always. I wonder if there'll be lots of screaming, lots of like, ah, ah. yeah. I don't think I would panic. I think I would be really calm. I'm quite a calm person in panicky situations. Yeah. Um, yeah, can attest to that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it really. It was like, are you okay? No, no, I'm not at all. I'm it's really not. Face. Yeah, like nodding. He's like, absolutely not. I'm having a really tough time with yeah. it. This is probably the hardest time of my life. I can't lie right. to you. <laughs> you were saying before that, but before, before, <laughs> I went to bed. Don't know what I did there, but Irish. You were saying before that pre-pandemic faints yes. and post-pandemic yeah. faints are a bit. I bet that wouldn't. So what's yeah. what, what would be the comparison? What would you pick out there? Oh man, like so much. Um, pre-pandemic me, I don't think I realised how buff I am. When I realised, I was like, "Are you kidding?" For years, and no one was telling me, "You lot are mad. You lot are mad." <laughs> This epiphany, tell us about this. Yeah. How did this happen? <laughs> <laughs> it was a real, it was a real, so um, the year ended, done loads of like activism stuff, done a, a, like some acting here and there. And um, I had, I just, I just got my first lead in a TV thing mm-hmm. um, coming into 2020, uh, before the pandemic. And I was like, oh, sick. Wow, this is amazing. And um, I was excited for that. And then the pandemic happened and then it, and then it got shoved. And I was like, oh, man. And I went back home and I was living on my couch. And my sibling was in my old bedroom because we used to share. We had three bunk beds. But it got rid of bunk beds years ago because I moved out years ago. And it was me, my mum, my sibling in this house and me sleeping on the couch. And I had a black bed. And I put my bed away so people could use the living room. And so I was just living this life, which is just so, like, you just gone from, like, getting a lead on TV show to then suddenly, yeah. like, having a blood bed in your mum's living room and being, like, you got to be locked in after, you We're coping. Um, and I started reading. I started reading, man, and I started writing. I was writing Can I Live and I was reading like radical feminist, like 
literature and uh like all about love which is my favorite book i read it twice um i was reading some lola olufemi i was reading um i was anything i could get my hands on like just loads and loads and loads i was just reading endlessly and it changed my life man it really changed my it changed my relationships my family i was exercising a lot and i started building a community around exercise which i'd never had before so like every week i was meeting my people online and we were doing these classes um and working out with each other as well as reading and talking to different people and then calling my friends up so and i was i, I was really lucky in lockdown because even though i was on my mum's couch like we were in Hemel so it was green i could go walk in i just had this the time and space to not have to think about trying to succeed mm. um and to make myself worthy and instead got the time to ask myself like what 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 do I like like who am I kind of thing and I just read and I read and I started working out and then <laughs> and then uh, <laughs> 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 um, uh, I I was seeing someone I was seeing someone at the time and they really opened my eyes up to lots of things about myself. And I'm very grateful to that person. Very, very grateful. And uh, then when that, that finished, it was like, oh, wow, like that, that can end kind of nicely and, and we can have this incredible friendship. And, and then, and then, <laughs> Uh, and then, and then I sort of like I realised I was piff. I was like, oh. <laughs> the perfect equation. That is that is the title of your book of your memoir. <laughs> and then I realised I was piff. Also, listeners won't be able to see this, but Fake T was like very like delicately playing with his necklace. Yeah. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Just swirling it with your finger. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit it's really hard because you don't know you don't know what because obviously this is public it's a private conversation but it's a public conversation so like, I'm having to like jig some details here and there and <laughs> give this an old give this an old scrub make sure that's not doing any doing anyone in um bloody hell no but I really I realized it was piff in terms of like not just like I am good looking which I didn't realise, I, I genuinely didn't realise I was good looking. I didn't, I didn't realise um, people could be attracted to me. I like, I, I did, I like, I, I hadn't, I, I, did, I like, that wasn't in my body. And I think, and I didn't realise that people wanted to be like friends with me because they liked me as opposed to like, we're friends because of circumstances, situation, blah, blah, blah. I had all of this stuff. It was like, oh no, I'm like, I'm like a sick friend and like a sick partner and like I'm piff and like all of these different things. And so it just meant that instead of going into relationships, friendship, whatever, and, and assuming uh, that I would lose what I didn't have, it would, it was more like I have. And so I'm only, I'm only going to, you know, we're either going to add or we're going to take, we're going to fuse, but with or without this person, we're like, like I'm, I'm good. Love and I and, and pre-pandemic me ne had never even dreamed that that was a uh, was a possible option. 
Um, and I was very lucky because of TV money, I could go therapy in it. So I, <laughs> I was like, <laughs> let's not lie. Let's not lie. There's a, there's, there's, we, we talk about mental health, but you know, you're going to have mental health if you can afford mental health. You know what I mean? Right. So, like, yeah. Why? Love. <laughs> Yeah, I think those are the biggest differences. Mm. Um, and that's, that's changed how I've inter- uh, interacted with people, projects, things. It's just not being so hungry to be completed. And does that realisation almost help with your anxiety? Because in a way, like from what you've said, it kind of sounds like that that feeling that like, yes, things can happen. I can break up with people or things can change, but I can still like adapt to those changes because like I'm pity, I'm piff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think adaption is is key word there, isn't it? Um uh, adaption is is difficult because I feel like our generation, especially if you're creative, especially if you're an actor or musician, artist, there's very little solidity. There's very little constant. Mm-hmm. actually at all and so I know I'm constantly looking for something some like solid ground to stand on always always and um in learn I've learned so much in meeting different people from different parts of life and just the idea that you know very simple like birds migrate you know they migrate because of the heat or they migrate because they like you move in life to give you the things you need mm. and I think some of the sort of like institutional constructs that we have of concrete and mortar that are supposed to last to the end of the time become irrelevant and unusable because they had no room to adapt um and I think the same can be applied to like us and our futures and what we want is like that there needs to be like a safety and adaption and movement, but also it's not a singular thing. Like it's not, it's not a thing that I can be like, I'm going to solve this and I'm going to be okay. Like I'm, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not, I'm not the, like, not all the time do I know that. And like I said to Mo uh, at a event allegedly that um, I bought, Doc Martens, these waterproof Doc Martens, because I had a panic. I was like, I'm not prepared for climate crisis in any way, shape, or form. Uh, and I need clothes. I need clothes that are waterproof, watertight, and will last me years. Mm-hmm. And so I invested money into that. But it's like that's not that's not a solution. That's just a different way of way of thinking. Um so how much has that helped like assuade the anxiety? Not masses because I think I'm still learning how to do that. And I feel like, I think the solidity is in relationships as opposed to place. Mm. Um, and I think the more I invest in those relationships and those conversations of like looking at the problem and trying to find like livable, actionable solutions, very simply, where am I going to live? Where the fuck am I going to live? Um, <laughs> uh is is helpful but it's it's the moments where I'm not looking at it and I'm surprised by it like if I'm like I'm like oh I wish I was at that premiere for that thing and and then I sometimes feel guilty and then like and then I see like George Mondiot it's like the world is ending in 30 days and here's how you did it oh fuck you're right (laughs) it's all right (laughs) I'm so sorry perspective Look, Fainty created this incredible 
what do we call it? Sort of film, theatre hybrid with rap and spoken word and music and his mum and like incredible extras and uh, he starred in it, he produced it, he directed it, he wrote the whole thing. And I did direct, I did direct. There were, there were, sorry, there were, that there was there. Daniel Bailey and... And Simon McBurney. Simon McBurney, two brilliant yeah. people also. It was so eye-opening and unique in both its genre and its storytelling and perspective and everything you brought to it. But you are able to bring those two worlds together that I think often people think they're bringing together, but really it's like quite meaningless. Yeah. Um, how did you do that? <laughs> <laughs> um, like luck and privilege and... Um, and talent. <laughs> yeah, that, that too. Um, it's... Um, what's hard, right? What's hard is that... Um, I, I didn't do it on my own. I didn't do it on my own, but I did think I was going to do it on my own. And I think that's the difference, right? Is that I was not thinking about who's going to fund this? How am I going to get this done? How am I going to get this out to the right audience? What are my figures? What are my returns? Like, how am I going to pay everybody? Can I get friggin' Jennifer, whatever, da, 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 to be in this, this thing? My thing was like, oh shit, there's like a communication problem having been in XR and like seeing that there is a dissonance between what is happening in the messaging there and then going home and talking to my mum and her like not understanding. And all my cousins being like, not, like what, what is this thing outside of us, right? There's a branding issue, activism. Activism is weaponized in order to, to become ostracised. It's, it's, it, words are just easy to do that. We know that because we, we see it all the time when someone becomes a, or, a, a, an environmental terrorist or an activist. And suddenly, if you make an activist film instead of a film, you either receive more acclaim or less because it's, it's other. It's not a proper thing. Um, so... Uh, there's lots of boundaries when you're working within a system to, to produce a thing for that system. I didn't have any of that. I'd never written anything professionally. I didn't think it was going to do any of this. I'd never thought we would have like a cast and crew and like money and like end up in the New York Times or like all of this stuff. I never thought about. I was just like, there is a messaging problem and my mum has some really good points. So I'm going to turn her voice into a lecture and I'm going to do that off my own back. My friend Elliot helped me book theatres. Like I printed out flyers myself, like I handed them out. I stuck them all. Like none, it was like, it was fringe shit. Like not, I didn't, I've, I didn't make any money. Like I've always been like acting pays me money. And that's my privilege. That's my, like when you do television acting, you get paid a bit of money like a, like a like a like a fair amount of money or you do theater you get paid significantly less but it's like it's like you get you i've got this money that will last me from this long i'm in a situation where i don't need to be paid from this activism this like, quote-unquote activism so i was just like let me funnel that into this i there were there were very little um 
career aspect stakes or gains from this yeah. stuff. I was just doing it because it needed to be done. So like if 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 at the heart of the snowballing is the same thing as my mum has something really interesting to say, there's still a messaging problem and I, I want to connect people, then I'm always going to do that job. And I'm always going to be like, how do we make it as simple and unconvoluted? Like uh, there's so much work where you get people like, yeah, yeah, no, 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 like the theme of the work is about climate change. We don't want to say climate change because that we, we want to beat people over the head. But but you know when he picks up the letter and the letter burns, but it singes his fingers. It's like when capitalism brings us down. But we know we have to keep going. You understand? You get it? And no one fucking gets it. Or like this sort of deal. It's like what were you fucking talking about? Like bro, just looking at each other. Like yeah, yeah, yeah I get yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 it's amazing. So good, so good. Yeah, yeah, I got it, I got it. That's Arthur. But, and I was like, no one's just fucking saying, saying it how it is. And just like, just, just talk, just talk to me as a person, tell me what's going on. And stop trying to allude to something that I'm supposed to know. I like, and you can do that in ways that don't turn people off and make them bored. Like, but just don't like fudge it. So I, so I just didn't have to do any of that. I was just like, let me be simple. Let me do the thing. And then when it snow, snowboarded and became other things and led to other things, that's all, always been my aim. Just be really simple, bring it right back to community, bring it right back to connection and, and igniting people. And if it doesn't do that, then just don't do it. Yeah. Yeah. I think cause that um, was it, there was like a talk in 2018 that you came to yeah that you you did and I remember it was like so informative and you covered like such like a a breadth of topics but you brought it back to your family and like your your kind of own personal experiences every time and I think that just made it like so much more like relatable and more easier to follow and um, I just found it much more powerful than like a a PowerPoint on like this is why we're fucked yeah because um, yeah. it was like emotive and personal, um, so yeah, that that's always stuck with me. I think that must have been two thousand eighteen. It was yeah. nineteen. Oh, nineteen. Two thousand nineteen. Yeah. Two thousand yeah. nineteen. Yeah. Okay. That was a year of talks. Yeah. That was a year of yeah. talks. Okay. Um, just going back to your um, forty-five minutes. Your last final forty-five minutes. Yeah. A question just came into my head. Mm. What song is on? I would want, uh, this is so mushy. I imagine the, if we're hit by a comet, it would be so beautiful. Like the sky would turn red and there would be a couple of minutes of just this thing coming down and they'd be filled with like either fear or peace. Mm. And there'd be moments before where like just... In, like in the, your environment becomes sort of mythical, completely changes. The air would be different. Um, so I'd like want to hold and be held whilst like, like under a blanket or something. And like, maybe like, oh, it's a bit too far, but like the National Gallery has that oval thing. It'd be sick to just like lie down there and look up. Or like just on on Leicester Square, and um, the consequences of jealousy by Robert Glasper. Sing it. Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> 
fat. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> is one of my favourite songs. Um, Fainty, we have to get you to summarise yeah. in 30 seconds your last 45 minutes on Earth. Okay. okay. Jamie's going to show you the timer. You've yeah. got 30 seconds. Yeah. This is Fainty yeah. Balligan's last 45 minutes on Earth. Go. Um, I've heard the thing. I call my family, can't get through to them. Then I, I pray for them, send them good energy. Uh, I find my people, uh, intimacy, care, touch, attention, food, chocolate, ice cream, cake, and then uh, um, Robert Glasper's The Consequences of Jealousy as loud as possible being held and watching it all go down. Die! Yay! <laughs> Fains, thanks for coming on the podcast. My absolute pleasure. Thanks for having me. <laughs> I feel like we've got a few bits of homework after this <laughs> yeah, to watch. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we've got we've got a like I was gonna say a reading list, but a watching list. Mm, yeah. The best kind of list. Best list. Yeah. yeah. Thanks so much. My absolute pleasure. Thanks for having me. Bye, fans. Remember, my <laughs> socials are uh, at <laughs> Yeah, go on, go, go, go. <laughs> we love this. For uh, selfies and drink boomerangs and existential posts a few times. Yes. <laughs> Follow me on Be Real, uh, where I oh. keep it real all the time. Um, you can contribute to my Patreon. Uh, it's called Just an Activist Trying to Get By. Um, casting directors, directors, um, I am still available. Well, I only hear the non-PG version. 100%. (laughs) I knew he was going to give us PG. (laughs) So annoying. We'll get, we'll, listeners, we will find out the real story. Oh, you're making a promise now? Yeah. Okay. And we will, if we can, share it with you. And so that's all the more reason to like, (laughs) subscribe, follow, DM. You can DM on if the world was ending underscore podcast on Instagram, or you can email, email us on if the world was ending podcast at gmail.com. <laughs> Over and out. Over and out. <laughs>